long time ago, three friends talked about recording a show, a podcast in which they could feel truly free to discuss tons of nerdy stuff passionately, like dragons, time travel, robots, and clones, mutants, time travel, board games, and thrones, aliens, wizards, time travel, zombies, zombies that time travel, you betcha, Dobby, Comic-Con, Steampunk, Parallel Worlds, Mega Man, Hearthstone, but no sports or girls, so red pill or blue pill, now that you know, we'd like to welcome you to the Caspringer Show! Introducing your hosts, Chris Cormack Snape Singer, Pat Ptolemy Shacklebolt Singer, and Randy Ripper Snape Saffer. Castbringers! Alright, 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 hello and welcome to Castbringers! Chris, Randy, how's it going guys? It's going great, glad going, to be back. Going very well, how are all of our castanets doing out there? <laughs> we have a room for everybody now, I love it. Yeah. Our, our castanets. Um, I'm, I'm guessing our... Uh, audience noticed that there were some new nicknames in the opening song so um yeah every week we're going to do a few new ones this one was sponsored by looked up a harry potter nickname generator so you know those are our harry potter names so so i'm going for it we don't actually get to hear the opening song as we're recording so randy what is my new nickname that i don't know well, I'm glad you called me out on that, Chris. Uh, I haven't actually found the Harry Potter name generator and typed your names in yet. This was going to be all <laughs> post-production. Post-pro. But... We'll, we'll get that in post. <laughs> we'll get it in post. So We'll edit uh, this whole conversation out in post. I, I mean, eventually I think they'll get used to it so we don't have to introduce it every time, but I figure it'd be nice to for people to know. You mean they, you mean the cast and nets. The we'll cast and nets, yes, exactly. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. That we're kind of really just pulling back the curtain a little bit, right? <laughs> Peek at how uh, at how podcasts are made. Yes. Yeah. How professionals don't make their podcast. <laughs> right. I mean, make okay. their podcast. Yes. Make. I said, Perfect. don't not make. It's a double negative. Okay. Great. All right. <laughs> Let's dive right into the multi-strike. Multi-strike. <laughs> All right. So first up, we're going to go with Randy. Randy, what was your article that you uh, came with today? So today I just noticed breaking news. Chris Evans is in talk to be back as Captain America. I know for all of you who love the Avengers, um, which just should be everybody listening to this podcast. Uh, it was well known that Chris Evans pretty much retired from doing the movies after he hated being a superhero, <laughs> that he hated being one of the most beloved superheroes. Um, and so, yeah, he, he said he didn't want to do it anymore, but now today I saw an article that says he may be coming back. So I just wanted to know that was the, the whole article, essentially um, what you guys would think about Chris Evans coming back as captain America. I think it would be good depending on how they brought him back. If, if Marvel, the MCU is going into this multiverse scenario and they bring him back as like, alternate versions of Captain America. I think that would be a pretty good way to do it. Um, I kind of like where they're going with Falcon and Winter Soldier taking over the mantle somehow. We got to see how that Disney Plus show pans out, but I like how they're pushing that. So I don't necessarily know if I want them to be the main Captain America. Yeah, I uh, I mean, similarly, like, I think... um, Chris Evans is a really good actor. I thought he played the part like really well. He was a, you know, he was a perfect fit for Captain America. Um, it just, yeah, it depends on how they're going to use him. Like, from what I read and just what it sounded like, it seemed like it was going to be, yeah, kind of more of these little cameos here and there, like kind of these smaller bits. I, I'm thinking of kind of just how Robert Downey Jr. was with Iron Man in kind of the last couple movies leading up to the Infinity War kind of finale, right? Where he was just like in Spider-Man, where he's really in it just as a side character mentor piece i'm wondering if it'll be again these smaller parts like that versus like a main you know main focus of like another captain america movie or something what do you think randy yeah i i thought the same thing i was hoping if they did it they do it kind of like that where he just kind of poked his head in and movies here and there you know people love to see him um the only other thing i thought is maybe they'll bring him back and we get to see what happens be you know between the time he time travels back becomes old captain america oh, um oh, breaking breaking news cnet three hours ago chris evans says report he'll return as captain america is quote 
news to me. Well, usually he, you know, the actor playing the character is the last one to get notified. Yeah. Right? So I think we're okay with that. All right. So, so bad article that Randy picked. That moving sounds on. like this, this could be another one of those uh, scenarios. What was the article we had last week where everything got blown way out of proportion? With, oh, about the, the iPhone app that lets you use <laughs> Yeah, the stupid app. Your remote. Well, it controls of- one TV. You can't control every TV in the world. <laughs> and just Vizios. What the heck, Chris? <laughs> well, I mean, again, it'll be the type of thing, right? Like, we just kind of wait and see. Um, you know, right, the article sounded like everything's very preliminary. Uh, and who knows, maybe it's like Evans' representatives have been talking to Disney and they're throwing that out there and he doesn't really know about it yet. Uh, the other thing, too, you know, to keep in mind is there's probably a lot of money on the table. Uh, again, I'm not super familiar with how contracts work, but I know there's something where right when the actors keep reprising the role, they just have to get more and more money. So I'm sure by the fourth or fifth time, you can make it rain, man. Yeah. So was, I'm sure he's, he'd be due a, a quite a hefty salary for whatever, you know, if he returns as Captain America. And keeps doing I, I think it was, so it happened with Iron Man and Robert Downey Jr. that you can headline three movies, but then your fourth, it's like exponentially you get paid mm-hmm. way more. So that's why he could be in other movies, but not be like the name. of. That's the- why they won't make another Iron Man movie starring him, but he will be Iron Man in lots of other movies. Right, yeah. Because yeah, it's the typecasting thing, mm-hmm. it's what it's called casting speaking of Perfect. casting <laughs> back to, to cast bringers yeah all right uh i'll i'll throw out the article that i brought uh, to the table today uh so uh wizards of the coast D they they revealed that they're coming out with some new one shots um called the Candlekeep mysteries so it's based on i believe Candlekeep um a library there were like so the the scenarios are like you're going in and kind of pulling out a book and that's like beginning your quest and making you want again these little one shots so you can do them you know in one uh basically in one sitting of a you know of a dungeon run so guys new one i read that the this book has about seven it's funny because you picked this as your article and i had already read the article about an hour (laughs) before you picked it and so the book has, I think it said 17 uh, mini quests that you can put into your campaign to serve as like side quests to give your heroes, your dungeon crawlers, like other things to do along your main storyline for the dungeon master, or the game master. Or you can just kind of play each single quest as their own mini campaign. Sounds like a fun. It sounds like a good idea. Sounds awesome. And guys, I'll be honest. I have a kind of an ulterior motive for bringing this article to the table is that, uh, you know, we have talked about playing Dungeons and Dragons together. I will be honest. I've never played before. I'm very, very curious to give it a shot. And uh, reading this just kind of, you know, it was like, oh man, this is, this also seems really cool. It makes me want to do it even more. I kind of just wanted to bring it to also force us to talk about Dungeons and Dragons a little bit. I did spend uh, time today, about 45 minutes, um, taking notes on how to become a dungeon master. Uh, so I'm, I'm diving in. I'm trying to get the hang of it. Uh, there's a lot of information there, but I'm working on it, guys. Love, love, love hearing that, Randy. Mm-hmm. Chris? I, I like creating characters more than anything. <laughs> so I downloaded a character creator and have about 15 level one characters not random maybe once the uh, randomizers get a little old at the end we'll pull out some of my random characters that i've created um and you know going on a little tangent i (laughs) opened destiny 2 today and played for about two hours and honestly the character creation part was awesome I've come to realize that the character creation part of video games is probably my favorite. I'll play the video, I'll open the video game, you know, create my character, spend about an hour or two creating the character, play for maybe 20 minutes, and then not really touch the game again. So are there any any games where you just create the characters? 
Are we on to something? I think we're on to something. The Castbringer game? Sims? No, Cat Sims. Bringer character creator. No, because Sims, you got to walk around and have them cook dinner and stuff. I just want to create a character and then send them into the world. And, and then, then once on. in a while, just maybe check in and say, hey, character, what have you done? So good for you. Let me go make you a friend. So it would be like Sims, but after you create them, you don't really do anything with them. Like, <laughs> can check back on them. Maybe you can get like points for towards how creative your character creation is. And then as you create more characters, you unlock more character creation creators. It, it could be like Super Mario where the the Mario where you build the stages and then people vote on how good the stage is. Mm-hmm. So you send it out, people vote, and then you get more points. And you, unlike Pat said, you unlock more things to create more with the character. Guys, we might be onto something. But also, Chris, good news. Uh, in my dungeon quest, you're going to have to have at least 15 characters to play with at the same time. I figured well, we'd jump right on it. Prepping. Yeah, I was ready. I know how you roll, Randy. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I love it. All right, Chris, what was the uh, what was the article you brought? My article from USA Today, it was uh, late last week, it was discovered that the Earth is spinning faster than it has in decades. And scientists are measuring the speed at which the Earth is spinning and wondering if we're going to have to remove a second from our day. Now, I want you to think about that. Pressure. Daylight- Daylight savings time. Yes, we turn the clocks back, but we always turn them forward ahead. So we always keep our time. A couple of years ago, they added a leap second, but now they're thinking of taking that second away. How would Think this change that. your life, Pat? Well, I mean, precious seconds, man. I need, I need them all. That could be one second I could be spending uh, in the already limited time I have because I have two kids. <laughs> Uh, playing video games, and I want that second. Don't take my second away. It's one second less of sleep? Yes. One also, breath yeah. less? <gasps> that was it. That or, it right there. I might not have taken that breath. All right. You know what? They can take the second away if they take it away from the time I'm at work. <laughs> then but not the time that I'm in the bathroom at work. Just the other time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I want to get my full salary for what I do in the bathroom. Yes, exactly. I I didn't even know there was a leap second until I read this article. Um, that is kind of wild, though. Like, do they have any idea why? So I'll be honest, I did not have time to read your article. <laughs> <laughs> do they have any idea why the speed is like why we're speeding up? Yeah, I'm sure they have an idea why. Do you know it? <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I think maybe the jet streams. I don't know. It's All probably right. in the comments of the article. We just didn't read the comments, right? Probably. Uh, I think the answer is just Superman. He did that thing where he <laughs> around the planet really fast and it, like sped it up or something. So, so the scientists measured the fact that we discussed Superman last week, and because Superman is being discussed, the Earth is spinning faster out of habit from when Superman made the Earth spin. We got to stop talking about Superman before we lose another second. <laughs> Hold on, but but I did want to talk about Superman quickly. I don't know if you guys saw the article where they had a picture. We already lost three seconds now. <laughs> I'm sorry, but they had a picture of him in the original Christopher Reeve Superman suit. That did you guys see this? Was Zack Snyder put it out from Man of Steel? Oh, oh, oh I should have. That should have been my article. I guess I can't talk about it because it wasn't. Um, Save it for next week, man. <laughs> Maybe a new segment next week. It, it, what's new for superman <laughs> what's new for soup i love it um my other question on the article was maybe you guys know how does an atomic clock work the atoms okay fair enough something about the atomic decay and there's things that there's measurement tools that measure the atomic decay of elements and because it's so regular that's how it keeps time Okay. Yeah, I know it's. I I don't exactly know how it works. I just I do know that it's a it's a like the most accurate clock that we have that you can. Um, yes, and that was the thing about the article. That's why the leap second was important because so many computer systems are based on the atomic clock, 
and the location, like GPS is a big thing. So it would throw off your GPS signal because if the atomic clock is different from the actual time of day, then the location signals would be different given the spin of the earth. So you would end up not where the GPS says you should go. You'd end up taking a right, right into the lake basically is what it comes down to. Interesting. Cool. All right. I, think I thought that's- so. That's why I picked it as my article. I I liked this yeah. article. I mean, I liked last week's that you picked also, Chris, but I mean, I liked this, this article. I, I'm getting the feeling, <laughs> but I did like, like. I mean, I really I liked last week's, but listen, I really just because you have an Android doesn't mean <laughs> that you can't look at different apps for your phone. I'm sure there's an Android app that could turn your phone into a TV remote control. I'm waiting to read that article, and once I do, I'm going to be so excited. I mean, I also agree with Randy Chris. I liked your article last week, but I like this article more. <laughs> I I didn't say more. I just said I like I like this. One. Guys, I thought this was a no judgment zone. No judgment. No I'm feeling judged. No, we're these not, are all we're not judging you. We're saying we, we enjoyed your articles. You have brought creative articles. It's not what you're saying. It's how you're saying it. I like that Chris brings to this um, multi-strike <laughs> segment. He brings like the nonfiction. He brings the facts to it. Like his articles are always dealing with real life. And it's nice to mix it up a little bit. So I'm until next week. I'm going to pick the most fictitious article <laughs> I can find. I'm just going to. Captain America never was in the MCU. <laughs> Captain America does not have a phone that can turn the Earth backwards one second. So I don't know, Pat. Time. Uh, speaking of time, I think that's a nice segue to the next segment. All right, it's our news segment. News. Did Pat watch Tenant? No, I didn't. <laughs> On to the meat and potatoes. All right, that was did Pat watch Tenant? Okay, <laughs> we'll get there, so, Pat. So many. I keep. I just keep coming up with so many good Tenant articles, and I don't even know what to do with them at this point. Yeah, I sent Chris the video there. link of the, which I don't think we can talk about yet because Pat hasn't seen Tenant. Yeah, but. but it was it was a great link, but it somehow explained everything in a way that made it even more confusing. Let's take characters that I can actually recognize because they're real humans, and then turn them into all of the same icon with almost different colors and then play out the whole movie again so that I'm I, even I, more I, confused. Oh, sorry. But, but it was it. also, it made sense the way it did, the way they explained it. But then after thinking about how they explained it, it didn't make even more sense. <laughs> it made less sense when compared to the big picture of Tenant. You know what we need is Pat to watch the movie we and do. explain everything to us. I can't wait. I really am trying. It, it's hard to convince two and a half hours to watch a movie that I, that I know I'm going to just, it's going to rack my brain and I'm going to be so confused. So not only is it two and a half hours, which is again, tough to get just time in my house where no one else will want to do the thing that I'm doing. Uh, but it's also two and a half hours where I have to like mentally strain to understand what it's happening. Yeah. I, I can't argue with that. You're right. <laughs> but I think it's time for a rewatch for me. <laughs> Third rewatch. <laughs> All right. Let's see how many times I can watch it before Pat watches it. And then I'm going to see how many characters I can create while Chris is watching it before Pat watches it. I don't know. If we keep losing all these seconds, we might not be able to watch it at <laughs> all. Wait. Is this, maybe is that's this, it. <laughs> we gain our seconds back by going reverse ways through time, just like they do in Tenet. Oh, Pat. You didn't hear that, right? Nothing spoiled. That's that's in the move. That's in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, I, guess, I, kind of, I kind of gathered it was something like that already, so it's not that much of a spoiler. All right, let's dive in to the meat and potatoes. Potatoes, boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. All right. So today's meat and potatoes is on. Streaming services are stre- the various streaming services that are out there. Who's watching what? What are you using? What's going on? There are a lot of streaming services now. Like a lot. Discovery Plus has its own streaming service. That is insane. 
I I mean I get I get it. I'm sure there are, there are lots of people who like kind of the the discovery reality shows that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, but right, it's, it, that's just that seems insane to me that that like they were able to market that and put it into like its own streaming service and, not. and it's doing well from what I've read. It's like people. Yeah. I think because it's only was it's only like five ninety nine, so it seems like a not that much money. So people are willing to to spend it. Um, but it seems like now it's just one more thing that's gonna be out there. I mean, you got the Discovery Plus, obviously Disney Plus, Netflix, Hulu, um, Peacock did uh what was the cbs one CBS all, access. cbs all access hbo max um we have uh we have a it's called philo so it's like a more like a cable service streaming cable service but it's you know you can dvr things but it's doesn't have original content but it's a streaming service for like cable shows um sling sling tv sling, is YouTube Red still a thing? YouTube TV, I think, is. So they get rid of YouTube Red and now I don't know if Red's TV. still around. Yeah, I don't think. I think they kind of just turned YouTube Red into YouTube TV. Because YouTube kind of got out of the original, yeah, original content market, but that's still another thing. YouTube TV, Amazon Prime. I don't know if you said. Yeah, that. Oh, yeah, Amazon Prime. I don't know. Amazon Prime is good. I don't always think about that one as much because we're prime members anyways mm. yeah but so, it's still one of the bigger ones yeah so like let, let's let's kind of take a couple steps back so what what are your guys go-to streaming service like when you when you got some time and you want to boot something up to watch like what what are you going to i okay randy um, we're going to do this go for it i usually i'm more show specific so i don't usually go in and start browsing um but i did do that over break with CBS All Access. Um, and that's actually, I know you said my favorite streaming service, um, but that's actually the worst streaming service that I've seen so far. They have the Star Trek um, Discovery, which I'll talk about in a different episode, um, but it's, it's neither here nor there. They have Picard. So that's why I got it, because I'm a big Star Trek fan. They don't have much else besides CBS shows. But what I did find was they have like these CBS, I don't know if they're the British channel was a BBC, like documentaries, and it's on all sorts of things. It, it was like hidden in the, the hidden, it was like hidden in the list of things to watch. And it's just a ton of them. And I end up watching like the history of the Russian revolution, both parts, like late at night at like two in the morning, just crush through them. And that was actually kind of cool. So if you have CBS All Access and you like history or there's a lot of nature stuff, that's actually the best part of it. But compared to the other streaming services, I think it's it's big time lacking. Nice. Chris, how about yourself? What do you what do you what's your I guess it would probably right now it's probably Disney Plus, but just because of Mandalorian, I don't get to watch a lot of my choices of TV. And if I do, I'm usually watching them at like 10 or 11 at night on my phone in bed. Um, but like, I guess kind of like Randy, I guess I'm more show specific. Mm-hmm. So it would be a Disney for the Mandalorian was watching a lot of the Marvel stuff on Netflix when it was on there. Um, that's about it. My kids Honestly, I'd have to go with my kids, and their choice is either just regular YouTube of watching people play Minecraft or uh, Netflix. They're big Netflix watchers for the cartoons and stuff. Kids love YouTube now. That's like the TV from when you're young. But actually, I had one question for both of you guys. What streaming services do you actually have? Yeah, so I have – I got a – so between like what we pay for and what we have, just like friends who pay for something or, or family that we have. Like in. ones you're sharing. Yeah. So we have, I got to think about them for a second. Netflix, Disney plus, Hulu. we got like the bundle. So we have Disney plus, Hulu, ESPN. Um, we got HBO max, um, Amazon prime. Those are the main ones. We had like stars on demand for a while just because we had family who had that, but I think they got rid of that. So um, I think those are the 
major ones. I feel like though I am probably forgetting one or two. That's I mean that's essentially what I have. I don't have HBO Max yet, but I'm gonna get that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have pretty much the same. What about you, Chris? Uh, pretty much the same. We have the Disney Plus package, Netflix, and Amazon Prime, and then Philo for the cable shows. We originally got that because um, it had the Nickelodeon shows, the little kid shows, and then it also had HGTV, so got it for the family. Um, And honestly, that is one that we used to watch a lot more, but it's kind of fallen to the wayside now that the kids have gotten older, and we're thinking about getting rid of it and trading it for getting into HBO Max. Especially, I want to get it if Dune comes out. I've loved Dune ever since I was, you know, 12 years old. So I'm, I'm super excited for that movie. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's definitely going to be like a big selling point, right? Is what HBO Max is doing with all these major Warner Brother movie releases. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, they already have uh, Wonder Woman 1984 on it. I have not had time to watch that yet either. That's one that, and I do want to, I probably, I'll be honest, I will probably watch that before I watch that. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, like they're, they're gonna they're gonna have some major movies on there, which is, I mean, it's cool. It's a it's a good way to kind of. I think that's there. a that's if that's the way things are going now. If if you know, who knows what's gonna turn around after this pandemic happens? But if that's the way things are going, if movie, you know, companies are either aligning themselves with these streaming platforms or like Disney, who has a you know, makes movies and has their own streaming platform is just going to do day and date release on their streaming, then I definitely would go with the streaming except for maybe like the big tentpole movies like the Avengers or, you know, Star Wars movies. I probably want to go see those in the theater. But if you're paying, you know, because these these streaming prices are rising too now. You know, every year they're increasing by a dollar. So it was originally $8 is now you know, $15 thinking of Netflix. So that's, um, you know, we're getting more, the whole point was cutting the cord. So you're not paying the cable bill because you have these cheaper streaming options. But now when you're bundling four or five streaming options together and they have that, that power creep in their price, um, we're paying more than cable. So, you know, I'm thinking about what, what the best decision is here. So yeah, I'm, it does. It feels a little bit like the pendulum might be kind of swinging back, right? Where, where we're looking at like, hey, why am I paying for all these separate streaming options? I can bundle them together and just get cable, and it's cheap. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like crazy. Or, or the next big thing is there's going to be a company who like con- contracts with Netflix and Hulu, or yeah, I know Disney owns Hulu, but they'll sign contracts where they'll bundle your their streaming packages into one giant streaming service. Like a weird, yeah. like people streaming conglomerate thing. Yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah. And then if they do that, you'd probably have to hook a cable up to your TV to run it through to get the best quality signal. <laughs> <laughs> now, Randy, you looked like you were going to mention something before. What were you going to say? I was going to say, so I've I've come up with uh, my own move um, where I don't have them all at once. So I rotate through. So HBO. Once enough shows come on and come out on HBO, then I'll have it for a month or two and then I'll drop it. And then I'll pick up like Hulu and then I'll have that for a month or two, drop it. So I rotate through to try and save some money Um, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't save much, but really I just know there's some that I'm not going to ever get to. But right now Amazon prime is included. So that is, I don't know how, but I think I'm still paying nine 99 for Netflix. I heard it went up more than that but i'm still locked in on that i don't know what you guys are doing hulu is i got a dollar a month for a year because that's always going on deals and um so i'm really losing money on cbs all access because i keep forgetting to cancel it and it keeps re-upping it just did again the other day uh so yeah i'll rotate through honestly going back to your original question pat when i have hbo that's my favorite though hbo usually has a lot of things on it that are just the the way they do things is so professional. They they put the budget so you know high that they just make things so good. At least from what I think. And then I find these little gems in there too. Shows that I don't think anybody else that I know watches like 
Divorce. I don't know if you guys ever watched that with um, Noel from Wings and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. But again, it's not a good show, but it's good enough because of HBO. So I liked it and some other shows like that. So I'd say HBO is my favorite. Yeah, I, uh, I I didn't mention that before. I like just like you guys. I'm like show dependent on like kind of what my go tos are. Um, I'd say predominantly I'm doing Netflix. Um, between you know between like so right now we're, me and my wife got super into Cobra Kai, so we're like binge watching that. Um, and that's that's one that my kids watch a lot. So we usually have Netflix going, and then Disney Plus also right because they have you know they have Mandalorian, they have all the MCU on there. My kids love the Pixar movies, so we're, you know, we've watched every Pixar movie at least, like, three or four times now with, you know, being able to stream them and stuff. So those are, like, my go-tos, but then, like, I'll, I, similar to, I think, I forget who mentioned it, but just, like, you kind of forget that you have these these other mm-hmm. options, like Hulu's one, where mm-hmm. once a month I remember, like, oh, right, I have Hulu, like, I should check out what's on there, and I'll usually find something, and, like, that'll, you know, cover, like, a couple hours of just whether it's I need something new for the kids to watch because they've watched the same three episodes of a show for the, like, a week straight. Uh, or or it's like, oh, right, they I heard about this new show that they had on there and totally forgot about it. Let's check that out for an episode or two. So I think that's one of the other things that's happening is you're, we're, we're getting that content overload. You know, there's so many new shows coming out that you want to watch that you end up either forgetting about or you watch one or two episodes and you kind of lose track of them and then you never come back because there's a new, new show out that you takes its place. So it's, 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 you know, it's stressful sometimes. Oh, absolutely. So for example, I have not seen a single episode of stranger things because with (laughs) the amount amount of stuff and like the, just the right, all of the available content and just the limited amount of time I have to be able to watch it. I have not. I'm and at this point now it's like season four or five or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, like it's so far gone. Like I don't even want to commit to watching it because yeah, I watched the first season all the way up until the season finale, and the season finale is like a double episode or like an hour and a half. And so I I wanted to make sure I had enough time where I could sit and watch it because I was excited for it. And then like a month went by and I just never got around to it. And now it's gone. I'm never going to go back and watch it. <laughs> Randy, do you have any experiences like that with shows uh, or anything? Big time. Right now, uh, Dexter for sure. I, I lost it somewhere in season five. And I just, everyone says you got to keep watching it and I can't get back in. Um, there's other shows. What I used to have the problem was I'd come home. I'd put a show on, fall asleep during the show. And then I'm like, well, do I rewatch that episode? Because I definitely missed some of it. Or do I just give up on the show completely? And I usually just give up completely. And they're awesome <laughs> shows. But honestly, Pat, Cobra Kai is one. Like, I don't even know where I left off. And it was so good. So now I don't know what to do. So I probably will go back, try to rewatch some that I had already seen, and then get back into it. Because everybody keeps saying how good that is. Here's yeah. a question for you, Randy. Jog my memory when you talked about falling asleep in your show. Do you guys have autoplay set up on your streaming? Is that an, or do yes. you turn it off? No, which has never occurred to me until this moment. Yeah, I I also have autoplay, but so my go-to move for like watching a show while what I know I'm gonna probably fall asleep is I'll put on stuff that I that I'm like rewatching. So for example, like Simpsons, The Office, Parks and Rec, stuff like that, where. I've seen every episode four or five times. So if I'm falling asleep in the middle of one, like I do not care if I'm missing it because I've seen it before, but I, I still love and enjoy watching those shows. Mm. I, you know, that brings me to this point, Chris, I don't binge watch ever anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, used to be big time binge watcher. I think Sopranos was the first one, like in 2003, got some bootleg DVDs and I ran through like the whole, the, I ran through three and a half seasons in a week. And so Laurel, my girlfriend's not a binge watcher. She hates it. So she's eased me out of it. I'm going to tell you guys, it's so much better when you don't binge a show. So we'll mm-hmm. watch maybe two to three different shows a night, but only one episode per. So these shows are lasting us way longer than just crushing through it. I don't know how you guys yeah. feel about that. I've, I've never been a big binge watcher. If anything, I'll watch, you know, maybe two shows in a row. Um, so if it's like an hour long show, I'd watch two in a row. So it kind of just like watching a movie version of the show, but I can't really go over that. My, my attention span's not good enough. 
and I got too much other stuff I have to do. I can't, I feel like I can't, you know, pull two hours away to sit and watch TV when I should be unloading the dishwasher. I feel guilty. <laughs> uh, we, we're, I don't say we binge watch everything, but we are, we're, we're fans of binge watching. Like our, so Randy, similar to you, our go-to move was Dexter. We would, we would buy Dexter on DVD. I remember I would go to like Best Buy, like the release day of like whatever season Dexter was coming out. And my wife and I, this was before we had kids, we'd buy it and we would just like lock ourselves in our apartment for the entire weekend and just like rip through the thing. Um, and like, and so that was like our first experience with binge watching. That was kind of fun, but like, that was like the only show we did it with. Um, now with, again, proliferation of streaming services and um, especially Netflix, right? They're probably the biggest culprit of, of like, embracing binge watching um we do it a little bit here and there but like cobra kai is probably the the most recent one that we've tried to binge watch and even that it's you know we're maybe going through like three or four episodes a night versus like you know an entire season or whatever um and that's mainly just due to time like we don't have enough time to binge through stuff i think i think the streaming services are kind of catching on to to that with knowing that people will do like Randy does, they'll cancel after they binge watch it. We get Disney releasing, yeah. you know, Mandalorian, like a regular TV series. You might start with two episodes, but then you get one episode on a night or one episode a week coming out. And so you can't necessarily cancel it. Cause you're going to want to watch like those, those are the, the tent pole series for the streaming service for that time. And so now, like Mandalorian's done, two weeks you got we got Wandavision that premieres tomorrow night, right? Or yeah. is it tonight? Tomorrow, uh, tomorrow. Or tonight, tonight at like two in the morning or something it becomes available. So they're they're kind of stretching it out so you can't cancel because you're going to want to watch all these episodes in all these series. So you're going to have to stay subscribe and they're going to keep pulling that money out of your pocket, which, you know, business wise, it's a great strategy for them. That's what they want to do. Um, but I think it goes against what the original, you know, spirit of the streaming service was. There is something too, I think, to the model of, um, you know, you think about when, right, when you have a show that is like week to week and there's slowly trickling the episodes out, you get kind of like the hype machine going, right? Where you have people, mm-hmm who are just getting really excited about it. They're talking with their friends and kind of just building it up to see what happens next. And I mean, I think in, in a sense, like that's good. Like, I don't know. It's something that you miss about television of when it, when you just were only able, only able to watch one show per week, whenever it was on of just like, right. Being able to like the anticipation of what's going to happen next. And I get, you gotta have that appointment television to sit down and watch it. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of cool that they're catching on to that to simulate that a little bit. Yeah. Like when HBO was doing game of Thrones, it was always a big thing of, you know, we get get together, watch Game of Thrones at someone's house, you have a debrief the next day, and then you'd be reading articles about what happened in Game of Thrones all week, and then you'd be making predictions about the next episode, and then, you know, you'd watch the next episode, all that anticipation, and then season eight sucked, so you kind of get really depressed. <laughs> so I read a whole article on this, Pat, before you said I'd I was going to piggyback off that if um, they talked about lost being one of the first shows that kind of built that up with the online presence, because, you know, beginning, you know, not fully beginning the internet, but when chat rooms, things like that, you know, posting boards became more popular. And on a weekly basis, you had all these theories, you had all this discussion, you know, people were able to, that was one of the best parts of the show. The article said was connecting with other mm-hmm. people. The over community the around it. Yeah. It's like, you're able to talk about, you know, and then they talked about the water cooler effect and, you know, with Mandalorian, um, you know, you, you come in on a Monday and everybody's watched it. And now you're talking about, you know, you're connecting with, people over a show that's really just made up from somebody's head but it's cool because you're connecting and so, so i oh go ahead chris it's like what people do after they listen to the cast bringers episode <laughs> yeah. when it comes out you know mondays they're around the water cooler talking about did you hear that amazing point that pat made yeah and randy had that great joke the so that's our are in with us so chris that brings us to our next topic of who's hosting the aftercast show um that discusses our show <laughs> the, the cast bringer bringers where are you cast bringer bringers <laughs> we're we're looking for people out there if anybody wants to look uh 
But so, so send your application to castbringers at gmail.com. <laughs> it's out there if you want to host the after after show party. You'll probably hear you'll probably hear back immediately because uh, no mail's coming in at this point. Um, no, we we did get one one email. Did we? It was a solicitation was it from a Nigerian prince. It was a solicitation <laughs> from Google about like buying a, a phone. <laughs> what kind of phone, Pat? What kind of app was on the phone? That's what I didn't understand because it. It was about buying an iPhone, I think. I'm like, let's make an iPhone. If something's wrong here. It's probably trying to steal our identity. That's okay, though. So I, just to kind of, I don't know, summarize some of this, what would you guys, I'm curious, what would you guys as fans prefer? Do you prefer the week-to-week or do you prefer the service releasing all at once? Like, personally, what do you prefer? Pat? Uh, yeah, that's it's tough. Because I, like I said before, like we do enjoy the the occasional binge watch here and there. Um, you know, I, I there's pros and cons to both. If I had to pick one, I think I would still pick the kind of week to week, just because a lot of my favorite shows are still doing that, and it is it is fun. Like it's nice to build up that anticipation and, and like, oh man, what's going to happen next? I can't wait. Got to watch it. That sort of thing. Um, but but again, like if it's an, if it's a slightly older show. I do enjoy or a show that again, like Cobra Kai, we're coming in late because it's already on season three. It's really nice to be able to just like rip through these two seasons in like a week and, and kind of catch up and see it all. Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I, I'd, I'd go with you, Pat. I definitely like the week to week better than the binge because then if you have the, just the show dump, you don't, it's harder to talk to people because you always got to start with how far are you in this series? And then honestly, if you're binging it, you know, I would lose, I'd lose track of what happened in what episode exactly. And so you'd, I'd, I'd always be, I'm very, try to be very polite about not spoiling thing for people. I know some people don't care, um, but you know, I, I want them to experience the, you know, the surprise or the whatever feeling comes with, you know, the big reveal at the end. Unless so, you're talking about Tenant. <laughs> well, there's no spoilers in there i haven't spoiled anything i've just i'm just trying to help you understand things when it happens <laughs> you know if you watch it you would know i think the perfect my perfect world would be if the week release but like an extended episode like an hour and a half up to two hours because uh, the mandalorian they had a couple episodes that were like 40 minutes and that left me with the, wait, that's it? It's done already? That was too fast. I waited all week. I mean, so, even the runtime, like 40 minutes for Mandalorian is like on the longer side. Like I think they yeah. have episodes that are like hard 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. So I I am one where a, a longer extended episode, like an hour and 20 to two hours once a week would, would be how I want a show released. But I'd be good with an hour. I think under an hour, though, that that leaves a bad taste in my mouth because you want more, for, especially from a good show. Yeah, Chris, I I agree with you. Um, I've done it both ways with the same show. So, like Sopranos, again, I binged it and then I caught up and then watched it week to week. Um, shows like that, shows like Mandalorian, which you know is easy to talk about because it just came out. Um, I'm thinking of some other shows I've seen. Uh, like Leftovers, which is on HBO, which plug, it is awesome if you guys have mm-hmm. never seen it. Heard but kind of like those mystery box shows with good characters. Like those ones I like the week to week. One that I struggled with that I did both with was Rick and Morty. I binged, I think, the first two seasons. Um, and don't binge Rick and Morty because their voices get stuck in your head and you start thinking like them. It's crazy. I, I don't know why. Maybe it's such a fast show. But then I caught up and then I watched it week to week and it sucked. Like, and I think that really? goes to what you said, Chris, is it's so short. Like mm-hmm. one episode of Rick and Morty and then knowing you got to wait another week. It, it's I'd rather have them it's release them all once, right? Release yeah. them all once. And then I, I wouldn't even binge them. I'd watch one a night maybe. So at least you're getting, you know, consistent. But there's no perfect I, way. I remember I this is way back in the day. I think, Pat, I borrowed the Robot Chicken DVD from you. <laughs> Yeah. And watched like three hours of Robot Chicken <laughs> one day. 
and it like fried my brain. That was too much. I, I, I don't, I don't ever want to watch Robot Chicken again. And I used to love that show. So they're like, I overdosed on Robot Chicken. I could see that show. What, and aren't they, they only like 10 to 15 minute episodes? Yeah, yeah. So I probably watched like 30 episodes of Robot Chicken in a row. It was, it was definitely too much. And I loved Robot Chicken. But after I did that, I was like, you know what? I think. I've had enough <laughs> forever. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll do it for me. <laughs> All right, so I, I got another kind of question related to the, um, you know, the, the whole streaming topic. So, uh, what shows would you guys want to see made, or like, what what's a show that maybe got like canceled that you would want to see brought back? That's like I think maybe one of the benefits that we didn't really touch on too much of the streaming services is you're seeing these shows that were canceled. But because the streaming services know it'll bring in just like a chunk of people, they'll just buy it up and bring it back, which is cool because again, these you can kind of devote resources to these like shows that have just like a small hardcore following and, and keep them going, which is awesome. Yeah, um, and now you're getting other streaming services buying a show off of a streaming service that doesn't yeah. want to stream it on their service anymore. Yeah, like for perfect example, we, one we already talked about, right? Cobra Kai, like yeah. that one that would have got cut but netflix snatched it up and like they're gonna continue to make stuff for it which is again which is cool because it is and like the expanse prime amazon prime got it from sci-fi and now they're finishing the series that's a pretty good series i like that one yeah so so again what what would be a sh- what's a show like that that you guys would want to see or even too just uh you know if you're thinking of just like a, a different intellectual property that you want to see made into a series or something you guys got anything? This is why I love this podcast because this is an awesome pick question. I'm going to regret my answers as I think about this for the next week because it's such a good question I've never thought about before. But I'm going with Castle Rock just got canceled on Hulu. It's an awesome show. I'm I'm very upset. If you guys have never seen it, it's so good. It's different than what you would expect from it. Um, so I'm hoping they think back, think about that, and bring it back. OA, have you guys ever watched that show on Netflix? I have not. I've heard good oh, things. Yeah, it's honestly, it's worth a watch, even though they canceled that and they'll never answer all the questions. So maybe don't watch it. But the big one, have you guys ever heard of Life on Mars? Yes. Did you yeah. watch it? Uh, I watched a little bit of it. I like that was a show when it premiered uh, on TV, I, like on and off. I would kind of catch an episode here or there, but I wasn't like a devoted uh, fan of it. So I'm not going to go into it, I think, because I thought one of an idea for one of our episodes could be our favorite twists in movies and shows. And I want to save that for that one. But that show they need to bring back because that thing ended like insanely. So those are my three. I got there was two shows on Fox that I used to really like. And I don't remember the name of either of them. So guys, help me out. Listeners, if you know the name of these shows, send it into our uh, email castbringers at gmail.com um there's one show about this photographer who was like the luckiest man alive and he would go around and like that old like go around help people like the a-team the old incredible hulk thing but this guy's a photographer and he's the luckiest man alive and he used his luck to take pictures of crazy things that happened and then would like sell the pictures for money and it was just a really cool show, but I, I like obviously wasn't that good because it only lasted a season or two. And then there was this other show about this guy who slept in a cardboard box. So bear with me now. He he was like this big businessman who was trying to take over this company because the company did something that ruined his life or like ruined his family. So it was all about how he was sabotaging this company, but it turns out that he couldn't let go of the, the, his past or something. So he ended up sleeping in a cardboard box. I don't like he had this, he had this great apartment or house or whatever. And then he'd go in and he'd go into his bedroom and it was just this, blank bedroom with nothing in it and a cardboard box in the corner and he'd go and sleep in the box so those would be my two. Oh, and the third one this is another one i remember this one new amsterdam it's about this guy who was immortal um and that was only on for like two a season or two 
and he kept trying to like figure out a cure for his immortality because he didn't want to be immortal anymore and he couldn't figure it out and it, um it was a good show i'd like to see them bring that back uh chris i just tried to search the two shows you talked about and first of all i don't know about you pat i I watched a lot of TV. I could have sworn he was going to say two shows I'd heard of. I've never heard of either one of those shows. Uh, New Amsterdam was awesome. I remember that one. Uh, there is no, nothing about Luckiest Man Alive TV show that I could find. And I don't even know how to type in the second one about the guy in the cardboard box. So I think that's my mission uh, for the next podcast. I'm going to try and find these two shows you're talking about. Uh, the Lucky Photographer one is called Strange Luck. Have you found it? Yeah. It's weird. If you type in Lucky Photographer TV show Fox, strange luck. Oh, I left off Fox. That's it. 1995, one season. It got a, it's an 8.3 out of 10 on IMDb. So that's means it's a I've never show. heard of this one. And then let's, you guys talk while I look for the man who sleeps in a box TV show Fox. <laughs> uh, right. real, can I throw one more in there, Pat, before you uh, finish this off? Sorry. I just yeah, remembered. Yeah. Sliders. Come on. Let's bring it back. All right, Pat, you're up. Sliders is a good answer. Yeah. That, that was not one I thought of, but is a is a good good one. with the with the original cast, obviously. So yeah. I see Chris laughing. He may have found man, it. man who sleeps in a box TV show Fox comes up with Profit. Profit <laughs> Profit is an American drama television series that originally aired in '96 on the Fox Broadcasting Company. Uh doesn't really get into what it was about but what i'm guessing is um strange luck got canceled they replaced it with profit canceled that probably replaced that with new amsterdam and the cycle continues so i guess those late 90s shows are really what what made me uh what makes me tick i like it um one of the ones i would like to see brought back and and i mean i guess in a sense it probably kind of has because it's just like another space show but uh it was i think this was also on fox uh space above and beyond and it it was just like uh it was about like kind of in the future and it was the earth air force there was these invading aliens and so earth air force fighting them off um and i just remember the ships were really cool when i would watch when i watched the show i thought the the spaceships that they flew around and they were just really neat um, and that's like what what hooked me on the show. So that one would be uh, for me a fun one to bring back. Um, and I actually thought of one that is not not a show yet. Rumors have it that they are turning it into one, but I'm just want to throw it out there for. I hope a streaming service buys the rights to this and, and does it. Uh, is the Red Rising series that's been really popular amongst our friends. Um, uh, so that's kind of like why it's on the forefront of my mind. We've been talking about it a lot. And that I think, just think it would make a fantastic series, um, super interesting. So that would be one I would advocate for. Red Rising, yeah. Some, somebody scooping up Red Rising for well, sure. Yeah, that contract's been signed a while ago. Yeah. I think he's in the talks with Netflix. It was on. I did read the article that he was talking with, like Amazon or HBO to make a movie about it, but that yep. fell through, and now he's trying to get it made into a series. Oh, he- yeah, he, he has like a production thing going, but it's independent. So he doesn't basically, it's like he doesn't have a distributor yet. So yeah. that's, I think that's where it does, like, it sounds like it's moving forward, but it also sounds a little dicey. So I still think it, you know, it, to make it a surefire, he would need some, you know, some a company to buy it up. Now, Chris, June 21st, 2018. Reboot of Profit anti-hero drama is in the works, says Adrian Pastar. I believe it when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> two, two points about New Amsterdam. One, not to be confused with the new New Amsterdam. It's about some doctor. Not oh. that, not like last year. No. This, we're talking about 2008, so it did not replace Profit or Strange Luck. It was a, a whole decade later. Second, do you guys remember Randy? I guess this would be for you, Pat. Did you see New Amsterdam? I think so, but... It, you remember the know. main guy. Once you see him, you'll be like, oh my god, it was him? Uh, don't. You don't remember. Guy. It's Jamie Lannister. Oh, oh it okay. is. You're right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
when I searched it, this doctor show came up. So yeah, me too. I decided to type Fox after it. <laughs> um, new, new strategy: always type Fox after you search something. <laughs> how about how about real quick, uh, quick fire here? What's one show you would not ever want to see rebooted that you you may have liked or may have not liked? But make it a show that you think they probably will reboot at some point, but you hope that they don't. So, so basically, a show that you think they will reboot, but like should not. Yeah, reboot. should not be rebooted. Yeah. Honestly, I would say like Lost. Yeah, I think for sure, Lost. That was in like a good time and place, mm-hmm. uh, but I think, like, like I already know, like just in in watching some episodes more recently, uh, like it hasn't aged well. It's not like it just isn't that. I don't know. It's not nearly as captivating as it was. And again, I think if they tried to reboot it, it just would kind of fall flat. I don't mm-hmm. think it would have the the uh, interest of the people, you know. What's disappointed me a lot is the Muppets. Like I, they keep rebooting the Muppets, but every time I watch the new show, like the newest one is kind of, you know, you're uh, kind of zooming essentially. And I just always has have hope that they'll, you know, they'll they'll kick it in, but never do. Chris, how about you? <laughs> So my first thought is to not reboot G.I. Joe. But then I I remember they made movies out of it. But I don't I just don't see G.I. Joe working as a TV show, a cartoon nowadays. And also, if you ever went back and watched G.I. Joe, it's really not not the (laughs) best show. It's, It's definitely took advantage of the fact that we were children when we watched it and didn't really care about character development and plot holes so i think gi joe would be one and then well that's a good question because everything i'm kind of i'm different in my thoughts about reboots where a lot of people complain about you know you're stealing my childhood stop doing that i am of the mindset of hey i like this when it's original i want more of it maybe it's even going to be better than the original And people tend to not think that way, but it's like, if I have a piece of cake, heck yeah, I want more cake. Give me cake. (laughs) So, you know, if I think the the big thing was with the Transformers, when they started making the Michael Bay started making those movies where people were all up in arms about, you know, you're ruining Transformers. These aren't the Transformers I grew up with where I was like, man, they're putting Transformers on a movie screen in real life. This is going to be freaking awesome. And it was, it was awesome. It was. was. Then it wasn't though. Like it was awesome. And then they just kept making movies. I remember one time we were at, hanging out at your house, Pat, and we had Transformers just like on in the background while we were playing cards or something. Or it was a game night at Randy's house and we were watching Transformers and playing like Munchkin or something. And we'd been playing for three hours and we looked up and Transformers was still on. (laughs) I was Transformers three hours long. One of the, I don't know if it was number three or four. I think it was three where I'm, I swear it was a three hour movie. The first hour and a half was just, you know, plot. And then the second hour and a half was just robots fighting. Like (laughs) that was it. And I loved it. Guys, I, I am such a fan of live action Transformers. I could watch robots fight all day, but I totally agree. The plot not there in, in most of them i mean like it got really bad when like they started throwing mark Wahlberg in and he's just yeah. like a farmer but he can like build robots <laughs> yeah. and like made no sense it's just like what is happening like why what i remember i remember when the first movie started was getting bad reviews and i thought i liked the first one. Oh yeah, yeah. and it, like the reviews were like there's no plot you know blah it's just straight action and i, and I think to myself it's five story movies about five story robots fighting each other. We you, you don't go into that movie for plot. <laughs> go into it to see Optimus Prime kick Megatron's ass. I think, I think where the issue comes in is like what if the movie's self aware enough or not? Like I think of like Pacific Rim. That movie was self aware enough to be like it doesn't matter how ridiculous this plot is. No one cares about what the plot is. We just yeah. want to see giant monster kaiju's fight giant robots. Mm. Let's go. And like that was it, like because again that movie just kind of knew what it wanted itself to be. Whereas like Transformers, I felt, yeah, Transformers was like kind of trying to be a real movie, but 
it's just like just embrace you have transforming giant robots fighting each other and let's go yeah i mean i feel like they didn't really you know build upon ratchet's personality like i didn't really get to know ratchet as a robot you know what i'm saying and i feel like that's where they kind of dropped the ball like really what makes starscream tick what is his back why you know what did he go through to put him where he is today i want to experience that with him I would love to see a movie where Starscream just goes to a robot counselor and kind of talks his feelings out. You know, something like that. What do Starscream and Megatron talk about when they're sitting around (laughs) the giant dinner table (laughs) drinking their oil soup, you know? (laughs) Did I miss the movie where they all drink oil soup? I just figured that's what transforms. Oh, no, they eat Energon. (laughs) Energon soup. I just just nerded really out there because I knew it was Energon was calling you out for making an oil soup joke. But sorry, Chris. (laughs) It's the podcast. No judgment. No judgment. Hey, but sometimes, you know, we need to be reminded of that. Guys, just honestly, how great is this podcast where we could honestly probably go another four hours on all these tangents? Like, I got like 10 ideas going through my head right now. I got, so. I got another hour in me on Energon Soup, so. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, but they don't eat it with a spoon. They actually drink it because for some yeah, reason. It would be more like Energon Tea, I guess. Yeah, well, they're big robot hands. They haven't made spoons yeah. that would actually fit well. Well, could they just transform hands. their finger into a spoon? They're transformers. But they can only transform from like one thing to another. They can't transform into like whatever they want. I guess if they well, so crash. Then they have one of those like little guys that's in the boom box would transform into a bowl. But he'd have to scan, the he'd have to scan the spoon to know that that's the thing he needs he'd have to see other transformers drinking oil soup and be like man i should really become a spoon to help these guys out (laughs) new new podcast oil soup on that note i think we'll kind of start wrapping up all right Uh, we need to know transformers streaming on amazon prime back to the beginning all right quick plug for amazon prime like you need our help they're not our sponsor (laughs) just me give us one of bezos money Want to give a shout out to Albino Sheep for letting us use the YouTube clip uh, on one of the drops. Um, also, oh wait, hang on a second. I think I'm I'm getting a call here. Hello. Hello. Is this the Cast Bringers podcast again? Oh my God! Yes. Is this Thanos? Patrick, you hung up on me last week. I did not. Appreciate that. My inevitability is forthcoming. Your podcast will fail. We're we're kind of in the middle of something, Thanos. We need to we we need to middle. Nope. I'll show you the middle of something of my gauntlet. Did you know I have all yes. of the gems in my gauntlet now? Yes, yes, we saw Did the movie. You know that of yeah. the time gem. You don't and need the other to, ones. You don't need to name all the gems. We know we've all seen the movie. Well, you know I could name them if I needed to. Yep, I I know I know you could. I told yeah, you. it's the time gem, and then the red one. Okay, so now it sounds like you actually can't name them. Wait, is the time gem the red one? I'm asking for a friend. I'm Ebony Ma needs to know. I I don't. Why would he need to know? He's not using the gem. He's one of my generals. I know. You might not know that because I'm all-knowing. Actually, Thanos. you may not know that because they never really gave them names in the movie except for, like, one of them. Anyway, that's a well, topic. All right, all right Thanos, we, we got to go. It's, this is this conversation's over. Don't. Okay, bye. I, I really, you had that one on speakerphone, Pat. I really feel like Thanos didn't know any of the other gems or That's stones. Weird. Two I'm weeks in a row he's fallen, huh? Yeah, yeah he, he's, he's losing it a little bit. I think he's he's really feeling the stress of getting beat twice by Those the Avengers. gems. The Infinity Gems are like clouding his mind. I think he snapped uh, half his brain away or something. <laughs> That's probably it. <laughs> All right. So before... Just as our final final thought before we really, really end up, our, here's our random D&D character of the day. Our random D&D character today is Mauser. She is a Kenku druid. She's got a circle, circle of the moon specialization and a noble background. 
So if you're no, that, that has to be lawful good, right? Well, what, can we break this down for a second? No, no, no. Does any guard bad? Aren't they? Aren't they neutral? I thought druids are usually neutral. Neutral good. I listen. I, can somebody explain to me what kanku means? It's the bird people. Yes, yeah, the bird, the non-flying. Bird All right, people. let's see. Then let's. What a druid is part magic in the game. Yeah, but it's, it's nature magic, right? Nature magic. Circle of the moon specialty. Yep. Okay. So <laughs> With the noble brat background, so maybe a, a queen or princess or something like that. Right. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, lawful good, I'd say. What do you guys think? I, know, I think I think you go neutral good. Well, she's nature man. Nature's more chaotic, right? Oh, right. It could be chaotic. Oh yeah. Good. No, I think you're right. Chaotic, chaotic good. Probably. Neutral, neutral. Always, you're not neutral, neutral. Always. We should really play Dungeons and Dragons so we know what we're talking about. I, you know, I like the sound of this character. Actually, I'd take this one over. I don't, the last one had a tough name to pronounce. I remember. <laughs> you just like Mauser. You just like Mauser. Is it Mauser or Mauser? Sure. <laughs> depends. Depends which continent you're from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're if you're from the Sword Coast, it's Mauser. If you're from anywhere else, it's Mouser. If you're if you're from Candlekeep, you, you pronounce it Mouser. Correct. All right, that's going to do it for Castbringers today. Again, any thoughts, questions, concerns, throw us an email at castbringers at gmail dot com. Have a great rest of your week, everybody. Till next time. Bye, Castanets. Castbringers.